0: We had, you know, a lot of uh, insecurity in different parts of Uganda. Uh, Just last year there was massacre of hundreds of people in western Uganda in the area called Kasese. That is still being investigated internationally, you know. That massacre and the leader of that area is still incarcerated. They, They are king. That massacre could not have been occasioned by Besijay Museveni mm-hmm. We have a situation in Uganda today where youth unemployment is more than 80 <laughs> percent and all these youth who are on the streets of Uganda now translate into situations of insecurity. Yeah. These are not situations that you can attribute to a Besijay 7 feud. So they, clearly the problem of Uganda is a political problem And my engagement in it, right from the word go, has been as a result of seeking to influence the direction of how that problem is resolved. I did not set out to be a politician. I set out to be a medical doctor. I was arrested, tortured, nearly killed, simply because I supported Mr. Museveni in the 1980 elections. So yes, there is a lot of propaganda that sometimes tries to divert or distort the contradiction that we have in the country
1: and you contested uh, four times before for the presidency when you contested you were you you suffered violence and uh, there was a lot of there's a lot of injustice really like there were charges brought up against you um and uh, you are you were not allowed to address the public issues really of of electoral and injustice something that's been in the focus not just in uganda but Has been happening in Kenya. We've seen very much happening in Zimbabwe and many other African countries. And how far has the pursuit of solving this problem of electoral injustice gone in in Uganda? Like, what are you doing about it? uh, And
0: where it's ongoing, it's an ongoing and intense struggle. And you rightly say it's not limited. Electoral injustice is not limited to Uganda. The problems that face Uganda are not limited to Uganda. The problems which translate into electoral injustice. Mm -hmm. And the underlying problem is really domination of these countries by small cliques using forces of coercion, you know, using arms to uh, dominate society. Mm -hmm. So we have communities in these countries that are totally powerless. Power is Controlled by a small group of people, so we have captive uh, countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, in fact, uh, in my engagement here during the launch of uh, uh, John Ongyando's book, who has written about you know electoral injustice in Kenya, pointed out that in our countries, really, there are only two sides in the struggle that is going on. Sometimes the manifestation of political parties as we see them causes distortion and confusion as if we have a multi-party dispensation, as if there is some kind of a functioning democracy and um, that there is contestation of ideas on how best to manage uh, the, 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 uh, the governments. But that's not the case. The case, the real fact of the matter, at least talking for Uganda, I, I sometimes don't want to arrogate myself talking on behalf of other countries. But in Uganda, I can say without any fear of uh, uh, contradiction that we do not have a multi-party or dispensation. We don't have a democratic system that is underway. What we have is a state capture by a few people using arms who control everything. So all state institutions are controlled and all state resources are controlled by this group of people.